Hello? And you've got to talk to it, like, quite quite close. I'm putting a sock in my mouth. Yeah, you All are. Right. Now, well, what's the... What's the, um... What's the, um... How, how vulgar can I be? Cause I sp- good afternoon, good evening, and good freaking tomorrow because we're PG in this town, aren't we, Mitch? Absolutely. Good Friday. Good Friday. Woo-hoo. We've got Mitchie boy here. And that's his birth given name. Yep. No, I would disagree with that. <laughs> Whatever. We're not PG. You are allowed to swear. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> Personal. <laughs> um, this is a bonus episode. We've actually wrapped up on three fat ass seasons. Three fat ass seasons. Lovely. Mitch, give just a tiny little background on who you are. Okay. Um, obviously, my name's Mitch. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Um, <laughs> and um, and I've uh, grew up in Frankston, so I'm a local. Yeah, um, Melbourneian. Yes, Melbourneian, and I've always kind of played footy and basketball, um, and then yeah, and then a few things happened where I kind of changed my mind and I decided I wanted to uh, go over to America and try something different, and that was playing college football. And yeah, then, nice. yeah, I've been over there for a year now, and I'm just kind of getting used to it, getting used to the culture, getting used to the the sport. Yeah. Whereabouts in the USA? Um, in Orlando, which is Orlando, Orlando, Florida, so beautiful weather. So I'm hey. here now, it's fucking freezing. So oh, yeah, my bestie just went to Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. It's good. It's got Disney World, and she just came back from Texas, and I made it back alive. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you like it? Yeah. I actually loved it in the end. The yeah. first day, someone called me a whore, which <laughs> I felt like was a bit much. Um, right. not, not for America. That's pretty standard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what everyone, every American's been telling me. Oh, um, really? I was wearing <laughs> jeans and a button up, and then I got in the tram, and some guy was like, whore. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, maybe a Tourette's or something. I maybe, don't know. Maybe you're selling short. I don't know. Yeah, that true. So that could funny. be true. But anyway, um, yeah, Dallas was good. Anyway, can um, you also tell people how tall you are? Uh, six five, six six. And what yeah. size shoe are you? Uh, fifteen. He's yeah. a big boy, guys. That's a big foot. Yeah. You know what they say about people with big feet? A uh, big socks. Small big, hands. Big okay. socks. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, fun. And so wait, also, your family is Aboriginal, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, mum's side, uh, my uncle passed away probably three or four years ago. He was mm. our elder of our mob, um, wow. and that's Jarajara, which is Central Victoria, um, and uh, like Woodend, nice. Mount Macedon, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, God, gorgeous. Yeah. yeah so good. nice wineries. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I haven't actually been up through there too much. Um, he's he's um, I guess memorials up there. Um, they've got a got a uh, bench up there named after him, and there's a couple oh, parks oh. and stuff. But he used to did a lot of did a lot of work in the communities up there. Yeah, so he was good. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we miss we miss him a lot. Mitch, don't judge the uh, alarm. What? That was an alarm. Is so. that what you wake up to? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's actually a reminder. So in America, because the time zones are different, I, sh- I actually struggle to stay in touch with my friends. So every Friday at seven o'clock, my phone goes off, so I can call my friend. Okay. Aww. Yeah, he's um, got our heart. The yeah. time zone in America is really shit. New York is amazing because Chelsea's is in New York. So when I wake up, she's about to go to bed, and so it's just like we're all, we're both in bed, so we both are ready to yeah, talk to each okay, other. Maybe, it's yeah. I just what I do is I. Um, do the same time. So if it's 8 a.m. where I am, I go 8 p.m. And then I add two hours on. So 10 oh, p.m. How's the jet lag? Uh, pretty. Wait, because so you just got back to Melbourne. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I, got, I landed in on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I landed I landed Wednesday um, Wednesday afternoon and then uh, got a few things done and um, have been trying to like fix my sleeping pattern. But 
right about now is when I hit a wall. So oh. I've made sure we're going out tonight, having a few beers and a dinner. So you should have had a beer. I'll get some, I'll get some coffee and okay, get good. some caffeine into me. Yeah, and love yeah. it. So in Florida, are you studying as well? If you're doing college football? Yeah. So we have to, everyone has to do a, some sort of major. Um, mm-hmm. And my major is sociology, just something that's applicable to everything. Like oh, it's, um, I'm thinking about changing. There's a, there's a degree you can do called interdisciplinary studies. And it's like, that's the, so general. it's the known, <laughs> it's the known one for like, footy you're players. A, yeah, you're a piss taker. Like you just go in there. <laughs> Because I, I don't really care about the, the degree. I'm just there to play football. Yeah. So like, I just want to go in there, get you my degree. You do acting or something, something fun. Yeah, no. I'm not, <laughs> I will not be doing fucking acting. Maybe some, some like ceramics, some art. Oh, yeah. that's Someone did suggest that, but I think that's more of a joke. But uh. yeah, I'll, I'll change it up. Just do some broad <laughs> stuff. Just get through, get my degree and be able yeah. to play sports. So, so did yeah. you not, did you do a degree in Australia no, as well? No, I hate oh, school. okay. I fucking hate school. Really? Yeah, I hate it. I always hated it. I'm um, the same. Yeah, I just... I mean, but then again, I, I was never going to do uh, VCAL or go into a trade either. So, yeah. Um, you had a talent from a young age. Yeah. Oh, well, that was the other thing. Like, I was just fortunate that I was just good at sport. No, yeah. Mm. Kind of like if I tried football, I, I seemed to be good at it. Basketball, any ball sport I seemed to do well at. And mm. um, that was, you know, I kind of always drifted towards what people said I was good at. And I think mm-hmm. that's what most kids do. For sure. Um, yeah. So, it was, wasn't actually really my love for the sport. It's like, well... Someone says, oh my God, you're so good at this. Well, then I'll play that more because it feels good to be told you're good at something. Yeah. Totally. And then, and then like you kind of plateau at that sport. And then I, I went and tried, I went back to football and then um, they, you know, I got good feedback from that and then um, gave footy a crack. And then in 2017, I was drafted into the AFL and then got cut from that. And then. So which team <coughs> were you drafted? I'm Collingwood. So Collingwood. it was a pretty big, um, bit of like a, not like a culture shock, but it's such a big, Totally. Um, big program like it's the biggest football team in Australia is it? I didn't know that yeah. they're one of the most yeah. important clubs too That's oh yeah. are they? Membership. yeah we got yeah we're up there so and it's got a really passionate fan base and, um, and you know yeah. um, what was the pro- they don't have correct <laughs> so walk us through like the journey of getting yeah. into the draft because obviously you played footy in high school I'm assuming yeah. local sport yeah. like yes. what does that look like? yeah so um, I did basketball and footy um, and actually came over to the States in 2015 to do basketball. So what I'm doing now, but for basketball. Oh, um, wait, how old were you? I was 17. And you could do it at 17? Yeah, uh, well, I was finishing my uh, my last year of high school and then okay. I was going to kind of transition straight into college. So I wow. wanted to come over here, finish my uh, last year to get used to it and make the transition easier. Did you get scouted? Yeah, I had a, I had a few offers for basketball and then for some colleges. And then I got a bit homesick. Um, and at the same time, I actually communicated and I gave my old coach a call he actually reached out and said how are you liking it my football coach and I said oh a bit homesick I'm not really liking it I kind of want to come home and then he reached out to a few football clubs AFL clubs and said hey Mitch is thinking about coming home and he had a bit of interest from these clubs and they said we'll sign him right now if he wants to come home we'll sign him to a contract right now it's called a category b rookie but I played one you have to be two years without playing a game of Aussie rules football. So category B what? rookie Why? category B rookie is you, they take you from another sport yeah, and they sign you and they don't have to use any draft picks. It's a signing. It's not a draft uh, pick. They do that with, um, Mason uh, Cox. Yeah. They've done that with a few um, people. A few Irish boys. I was going to say, um, Zach Tui. Zach Tui. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I Zach Tui. Something and, like that. Yeah, Why? F- I don't understand. Because you only get a certain number of draft picks mm. per round and they, or you have to trade drafts. And they allocate, there's next generation category B rookies, which is for indigenous players. So I was eligible for that. Mm. Um, and my, my line club was St Kilda. So if I fell all the way through the draft, 
I would have been signed by St Kilda. So draft night wasn't right. very nerve wracking because I knew mm. I was going to go somewhere. Yeah, kind um, of, yeah. So yeah, I was. They Collingwood said they were interested and they wanted to sign me, but they did a bit of background research and they found that within that two years I played one game, so I was ineligible wow. for a Category B rookie spot. So oh, they they said relax, guys. they said yes. Yeah, so they said come back, spend a year in the TAC Cup. It was called then. I think it's called the NAB League now. Yeah. Um, and they said, spend a year in that. If you have a good year, we'll, we'll draft you. And I said, okay, cool. So is that the league below the VFL? Uh, yeah, it's, your under, it's your underage stuff. It's the under 18 stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, yeah, um, that's probably the most, each, each state has their own equivalent to it. Our one's called the TAC Cup. And now, like I said, the NAB League. Right. Okay. Um, and most of the draftees come from the NAB League. Um, and so I was, um, yeah, I played a year. I actually broke my foot four games in and barely <gasps> played. So like my draft stocks dropped crazy. Like I, went, I fell all the way through to the rookie draft. Um, so the national draft was Friday and I was supposed to go, certainly not high, but I was supposed to go in the national draft somewhere. That's what my manager was saying. But because of the injury, a lot of clubs got nervous yeah, and no, backed off. Yeah, of so course. then I fell all the way through and then the rookie draft was on the Monday mm-hmm. uh, and I got picked up pick seven in that. So that was that was good. And I was just happy to be on a list at that point. So, yeah. so what club did you, because I know normally if you're going into like getting drafted, you have like a few clubs who are talking to you yeah. normally. Did you have, like, was Collingwood your preference? Um, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say preference. Like, obviously that was appealing. There, there's a few, they play in a few big games. They play in the Queen's Birthday Clash against Melbourne sure. and they also play in the Anzac Day game. So, like, that's, I, that's the first thing I looked at is what, what crowds do they bring in and they bring in the most um, yeah. most attendance. Wow. So, but I was, I was super lucky. Um, I think I interviewed with so there's 18 clubs and I think I interviewed with 14 or 15. Whoa! So I had, Did you interview with the Richmond? Yeah, yeah. They Why didn't you the choose one. them? Well, you don't choose. Oh. They choose you. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't have a choice. So you yeah. just you just sit there and on draft night you sit there and cross your fingers and then hopefully one of them uses their picks on you. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Collingwood had a pick left in the rookie draft and they needed a, a key position player and they mm-hmm. picked me. So that was awesome. Amazing. So then. Then okay, so did you finish out the NAB Cup? Yeah, so and then get drafted or is yeah, it the same time? Yeah, okay, no, yeah. no. So like that that season finished in oh, I forget, I'd be guessing, but um, let's just say August, and then November the draft was okay. So okay, like gotcha. in between the end of the season and the draft, you do the combine, which is like all the testing. Mm-hmm, I had yeah. a broken foot, so I didn't test. Oh, and this is where they make you jump. Really yeah, nice, yeah, and okay. and for me, the type of footballer I was. My biggest strong point was my athleticism, so my speed and my vertical leap and my endurance, and I couldn't test any of that. Whereas if I tested it, that would have helped my stocks, but I was injured, so I couldn't do anything. So that that hurt for me. Like, you know, I love, I was a basketball, I used to love jumping and I could always jump really high and I couldn't show that off. (gasps) So like they just, they just kind of had to go off uh, how I played football, which isn't totally unfair that's probably the best way to judge a player but you know i would have liked to have almost showed off a little bit yeah, yeah for sure yeah. especially if you're in like a club is choosing between like two people like you and someone else for yeah example, like, that's all the, yeah, the little sometimes the little things make the difference for sure. yeah. um but no that was so weird. you got the injury when you were playing for collingwood yeah and then collingwood drops you yeah, so I, oh well, I had the I got drafted with the injury, and mm-hmm. so that was a bit of a risk for Collingwood. Hence, why I fell so far down the draft order, and I went all the way into the rookie draft. Um, and because I was a risky pick, essentially, um, from an injury standpoint, um, and I got through maybe four games, and I actually hurt my foot again. Wow. Um, but it worked out that it was actually I didn't break anything. It was just a bone spur, which is just like a growth on the bone. Okay. Um, and as a result of injuring my foot. 
And so then they went in there, they shaved it off, and I was back in two weeks. Oh, that's Whoa, that's um, quick recovery. But they, I had a chance to play the finals and all that, and they said, we actually don't want you to play. We want to save you for next year, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why. Um, but they didn't want me to play. They wanted to rest me and make sure I got a good preseason under my belt, blah, blah, blah. So sorry, was this, is this VFL then or AFL? This is AFL, so I was on AFL. the AFL list. Yeah, so okay. I never played because you you need to you need to work your way from the VFL. Yeah. So I was listed on the AFL list, but you need to play good VFL. Um, a ruck, so I was a ruckman. Mm. A ruck might get injured, fall out, and they need me, and they'll pull me out of the VFL and I'll play. Gotcha. But um, you know, we're, we had Brody Grundy at that point. We had Mason Cox, who's a seven foot American. So oh. it was always going to be hard for me to break in. I'd almost need Brody and Mason to get injured for me to play. Wow. Um. So anyway, manifest. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Could do. Um. So um. Yeah. And then so Buck said we'll wait till next year. Um. And I thought, okay, cool. That's a, he's obviously, that means I'm here next year. Totally. And then um, I spoke with my manager and he said, um, they'll sign you next year. Um, they'll give you an extension because we got to um, contract talks towards the end of the year. They said, you're safe. He said, you're safe. You'll get an extension unless something drastic happens. I said, yeah. okay, cool. Beautiful. And almost on cue, like two weeks later, I had um, a checkup on my foot and the radiologist, who's the one that reads the scan, said mm-hmm. um, he, he wrote down on it, um, progressing navicular stress fracture which means it's getting worse oh um and you know for me that was horrible and for straight away i went there's the drastic yeah thing and i thought shit i'm in a bit of fucking trouble here yeah so i called my manager and said hey i just got told this what do you think and he went Ugh. like he didn't reassure me at all he went fuck that might make it a bit hard mate and i was like oh, fuck no. all right well that's not very reassuring yeah. So, yeah, and then a couple of weeks later, I've got a phone call and I had to go in and meet him with um, Nathan Buckley and a, f- and a few of the other coaches. And they, I actually got cut on my birthday. <gasps> no! Yeah. No! So, I should have yeah. waited. So, <laughs> Did they the, know it was your birthday? Oh, I don't think they give a yeah. shit. To be honest, they had, <laughs> yeah, they had a bunch of guys they needed to cut. I don't think they were going to wait out just yeah, so I could fair. enjoy my One birthday. Day. That's fair. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that wasn't very nice. But that was, that, was that um, and I'm sure any other AFL player or someone that's been drafted that gets cut, especially very quickly can agree with me on that in saying that that post cut getting cut is the toughest. Some kids not, um, some kids more than others, but for me it was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Like that was so, that was the hardest 12 months of my life up until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Cause your whole world is football yeah, and it's essentially my dream job and I got yeah. cut. So I was unemployed and I didn't. I got cut from the AFL as well, which is a horrible feeling. So now you have to work your way back up, and and once you're out of the system, it's bloody hard to get back in. Yeah. So yeah. your chances of getting in is next to zero. Right. So no matter how well you play. Do you think it was harder because the team was Collingwood? Uh, I mean, I I didn't really get an opportunity because, like, for example, if when I was fit, round one, if both our ruckmen got injured, mm-hmm. I would have been in straight away playing. Mm-hmm. Or there was another rookie um, who was also a ruck that we would have fought for the position, but right, um, yeah, it it depends. It's it's where for your position it depends um, if the person ahead of you playing is, mm. is shit or is injury prone. Like you have a higher chance of playing. Yeah, um, and you know, if I'd gone in and played one game and played really well and then got injured, they would have gone, okay, well he's got potential, we'll sign but him. But they never got. But to I never see. got an opportunity to play. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a bit upsetting. And I think that's what made it sting a bit more is that I actually never got to have a crack. I totally. Was, never got to show my stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so. How is the culture in the AFL system and in Collingwood in general? Uh, I'm not, it's too, it's not very 
it's a bit hard to the AFL system's a bit hard. It's you can only really know like your club. Okay. Um, as I'm there every day. Sure. Um, 2017, um, was year I was there. Um, I just thought it was just the pro environment, but I found it really hard. And I was, you know, 18, 19, and I was an idiot. I was immature. Mm. Um, I was still developing as a person. Like my, I was trying to figure out who I was. Totally. Um, you know, I did some stuff that was stupid that I would never even do. I look back now and just think, you're, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? Mm. Um, and I was, like I said, still learning about myself. Um, but when I got cut, the next year or two years later, I spoke to one of the players that's actually still there now. And um, we were talking and he said, mate, like that year you were there, it was the culture was shit compared to what really it is compared what? to what it is now. Compared to what it is now, wow. he says it's awesome now. And he has, again, Collingwood now, from what I hear from players, like, I, I, I don't really speak to many of them anymore, but you can kind of see from the outside in how positive Collingwood is right now. Wow. That's good. And it probably translates into how successful they are. Totally. They, um, you know, I don't watch too much football, but just from what I see on social media and all that, they seem to be pretty happy with where they're at. And yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's so showing. maybe it was a blessing. In, well, the end of the story is it was a blessing in disguise, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like we'll even, yeah, and yeah like where I am now with my football and um, I've been able to do three sports now. and um, Really figure out what you love yeah. and what your body loves. Yeah, correct. Well, my <laughs> body didn't really hold up well to the AFL and no. it's where I am now. It's um, a lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what was the year? So you get delisted. Yeah. What like what happened after that? You talked about you're unemployed. Like what is the next year like that? Um, look first like? thing you do is get a job, pretty much. Um, right. But my mindset was like, what I'm gonna do, and a lot of boys make this mistake who get cut is they don't get a job. Like I never got a job. So the next year after, I just stayed at home, played video games, and just would dedicate all my time to getting back in the AFL. So. Mm-hmm. I'd be lifting weights, trying to get bigger and stronger. I'd be running. I'd be um, doing skills, you know, doing doing craft, doing my ruck craft and stuff like that. And I invested all my time and effort into getting drafted mm-hmm. again or re-signed again. And in hindsight, that was that's probably the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You need to get at some sort of job um, and start to kind of balance the real world with football. Yeah. Um, and that took me into my second year out of the league is when I started doing my more work, got a full-time job, 50 hours a week. Okay. And that's when I started playing my best football. Wow. So, oh, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I was always tired and busy and all that stuff, but I was, seemed to kind of piece together my my skills and my uh, games a lot better and I started playing way better. Um, cool. But, yeah, I, I just had to, I had to get a job, um, find something else that I was passionate about, and then, um, yeah, it, it showed on the field, which was good. Yeah. Wow. So what, two questions, what work did you go into? And then also how, so what, did you go to playing at a local club or how did uh, no, work? Yeah, so I went, so uh, Frankston Dolphins, which I'm a Frankston boy, mm-hmm. they just came back into the VFL. Okay. Um, cool. And I um, I got a phone call from, well, my manager reached out to them and said, hey, Mitch is interested to come and play with you guys. Um, so I played with them. Uh, and then the work I did was I was just a delivery driver for Reese okay. Plumbing. So dad's been there about 20 odd years. How did you get poached for American football? Um, well, I wasn't, I wasn't poached. So no one came up to me. I actually had to go pursue them. And I just thought, what can I do sport wise? My knee was starting to play up. And wow. I, was re- I didn't, I actually moved VFL clubs to Port Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was supposed to play there. And I, I was really excited to play there. And they had a good team at the time. And um, Frankston wasn't necessarily successful. I think we had like 
four wins in two years or something and we're getting belted every week. So I was yeah. like, well, I want to go somewhere that can win and I want to sing this song at the end of a game. Yeah. And that was Port Melbourne. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah. Correct, is to win. So yeah. Port Melbourne was, was good and I went there and uh, I just couldn't get my knee right the whole time. So for two years there, I was in rehab and that was, wow. that was COVID as well. So I couldn't fix my knee and I sat down. I've had, I've had a sports psychologist for 10 years. Like, and oh, I've, yeah, since I was like 14, 15. Wow, that's the best, crazy. The best thing I ever did was get a psychologist for sport. That's awesome. Teach you goal setting and all that stuff. And I spoke to him and he said, what can you do? What hobby or sport can you do? And I went home and I researched a bit and I thought, I mean, punting, all you got to do is just catch it and kick it. Like, it can't be too demanding on my body. Mm-hmm. And I've always had a big kick. So I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to do that. So I reached out to um, a punting company and I started training pretty full on with them. Whoa, in, in um, Australia? Yeah, in Melbourne. So they're called Pro Kick. And um, I spent probably six months with them and I was able to secure a scholarship and then you know, got in contact with the school and they arranged how I was going to get over there, et cetera. And um, yeah, now I'm doing what I'm doing. I just finished my first year over wow. there. Wow. So. Yeah, so you had yeah. to say goodbye to all your friends, all Correct. your family. Yeah, mum. And she was, that was the hardest was saying goodbye to mum because she was obviously hysterical because I'm a bit of a mama's boy. So she was hysterical mm-hmm. oh, at no, the airport. When so. I saw your mum, that was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was pretty upset. That so. was awful. Yeah, she was. Uh, we got I got a nice little photo, which is kind of funny. She's just in a mess and I'm kind of... <gasps> I all, saw all, that. Yeah, awkwardly yeah. holding her. Oh, um, poor then, thing. Yeah, and you know, I, I haven't seen her yet and it's almost 12 months. So I'm mm. going to see her in the next few days. So she's going to yeah. be very excited. And so. all your family members are just so tall, aren't they? Yeah, so um, it's not necessarily my mum's side, but for example, dad's six foot eight. Oh my um, God. My uncle's six five. My pa's mid seventies and he's six three. Damn. Um, wow. All my dad's sisters are anywhere from like 5'8 to 5'10. That's, That's insane. And all my, i got some tall cousins as well. So You um, have some like models on there too. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, they're all, a lot of them are young. A lot of my cousins are young. Oh, so so a lot of them are models. like, yeah, 10 to IMG 15. IMG hit them so, up. Yeah, maybe. They're, one, they're more, but, but, but with that side of the family, we're very sporty. So oh. I think they're into netball and basketball. Oh, and oh they oh, are see. goalkeepers. Yeah, I can yeah, feel. yeah. They're the yeah. fit spot. So how was the move to America? Like how was it? then starting to study yeah while you played sport like what were the people like like give us a little insight into um that. like i said i fucking hate school yeah i don't think that's like not i think a lot of guys in college hate school i don't think they're totally. there to play to, to they're not there to get it. like they are there why to do get you a, wait actually pause that why do you actually even have to do college and school why can't you just go into a team like afl because it's because it's, it's college college sport so and it's then, university sport so do you know how like rmit have a basketball team yeah it's that but, but it's big but it's huge yeah. So it brings in more money than the NFL. The NFL brings in, I think the other year, brought in $13 billion and the college football brought in $16 billion. But oh, it's like fully wow. televised on like normal TV. Yeah, yeah. so, we had, we, so had two, like we had two games this year on Foxtel in Melbourne. Like, wow. Like wild, yeah. yeah. So like, and, and we averaged 40,000, 45,000 to a That's game. huge. And, That's insane. And this year we play a school called Oklahoma, the University of Oklahoma, and they averaged 80,000 last year. That's so wild. So at some point this year, I'll be in front of 80,000. So, Whoa. Yeah. It's massive over there. Yeah, that's uh, the, I that just I just don't get. Have you it, heard of like Varsity Blues, like the admission scandal? Yeah. So people would like tell colleges that they played sport to get into university. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that like you're being like, I'll just do the sport and I won't do the uni, and then other people will pretend that they do sport yeah. to get into the uni. Have you seen? It? I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I can. I I totally understand. But the um, context is just so random. Yeah, I, I and a lot of the boys on the team, like if you truthfully ask for their opinion, like they would say, 
Uh, I couldn't give a shit about school. Like, I'm, yeah, okay, I'm here, but a lot of the boys are trying to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so is that the... It's the only way to basically... To get in. Yeah. Okay. If you were to... If you were to because there's no like semi-pro league over there there is but it's you know it's college is your highest chance of getting it's it's less than a one percent chance you're going to get drafted out of high school wow. like less than one percent of players get drafted uh who play high school football so yeah, it's, that's it's nothing yeah so well so is there like a like do you have to do okay in school to keep playing like is you have to maintain like a, a c average what oh, is that okay. in a percent? Is it like uh, 60? Like 70%. Yeah, oh, you, that's kind of high. That is high. Uh, yeah, it is. But um, uh, what I've learned my first year is that the um, the professors are very generous. Okay, okay cool. So I've submitted things over there where I went, oh, fuck, I'm going to get a 40 on this. 80. Wow. Like, I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like I, I didn't even fucking answer the prompt. Like I just bullshit it. Oh, maybe maybe they just, they help out the, the sport people. I hope not. Like, I hope there's a bit more, um, what's the word, integrity in it than that. But, I mean, I guess it is a big business. If your yeah. best, if your quarterback is doing shit in school and your coach is like, well, we need my quarterback to win and he's not maintaining, he's it, it not like maintaining his grades, I, I'd be curious to see how they can correct Yeah, they're going to just yeah. bump him up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that the people inside the facility yeah. could kind of, you know, the kid would be help, in a lot of, the kid out. would be in a lot of shit. I'll tell you that much. They wouldn't let him get away with it, but I'm sure they'd be able to work something out. Yeah. Yeah. Extra credit. Yeah. Yeah. Put in extra winky, work. Winky. Yeah, yeah. Winky wink. Yeah, definitely. Um, Wait, so then also, um, you are also extremely good at the sport. I've heard. Uh, oh yeah. Well, cause, cause I come from a Australian rules football background. Mm-hmm. Most of college punters, I'd say, 70% would be Australian. Yeah. 60% wow. would be Australian at these universities. In well, I didn't know football. that. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the number is exactly, but let's just say there's 140 uh, Division One colleges mm-hmm. or colleges. 85 would have Australian punters. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. most... Every, I didn't know I'd we say, were good at that. I would say every second week I play against an Australian. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's that. It's um, that do a lot of them have a similar story, like coming from AFL? 100%. All yeah. the same story. Oh, wow. from, like some boys go over there that are just really good... Um, that have always had big kicks at local football and they come and they kick because all you got to do is catch the ball and kick it 45 yards and get it a little bit of height on it so it's the accuracy wow. that they um, that they can res- that they appreciate um, and the Australians have actually changed the whole punting um, culture over there so Americans will catch it and kick like a we call it a torp torpedo or a mm-hmm. spiral yeah and it'll kind of spin like a like a spiral mm-hmm. but we kick it like a drop punt which yeah. is end over end so um, we've kind of changed it around a bit and made the NFL, uh, made the uh, college football um, even even different positions. So the returners, the ones that catch it and then try and return it and get a touchdown off the kick, now they have to uh, approach their role differently because mm. the ball spins different. Um, you know, there's Australians that'll aim right and the returner will go that way and then they'll kick it left. Yeah. So then they have to let it roll and they get you know extra yardage. It's all about flipping the field. So. Um, yeah, we. I think it's really good for American football. What what us Australians wow. are doing? That's over really there. cool. But yeah, I, I do my best. I had a good year. I think uh, in uh, my average uh, yardage last year, I think I finished maybe top fifty mm-hmm. out of one hundred and twenty hey. or one hundred and thirty. So awesome. um, it wasn't amazing. But this year, I get to kick it a spiral, which goes further. So hopefully, that helps. And I heard you broke some records. Uh, I think there was one record in a, in our last game of the year where. I think I broke the the yardage record, like longest kick in that specific game, which it was like a showcase game. It's called a bowl game, 
we played in the military ball um and uh yeah i, I kicked it 60 yards it wasn't actually that big but i think mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason no one had kicked it 60 yards and i was able in to do how it. many years too I actually don't it was know. like I, I got told it was like a crazy amount, like twenty five years or something like that. It might have been, or yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure. I actually didn't look into it too much. But, You're like, all right, um, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just, I, <laughs> I kind of just took it in my stride and just thought, okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to look in it too much. I was worried that maybe it was like a two year old record and that's all I broke. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like, humbled. Let's like just that. say, let's just say it was twenty five years. Yeah. Until the year before that, anyway. So. And yeah. then, um, like, you got a blue tick on Instagram. You're our first blue tick. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, no, it's not everything. No one gives a shit about that. No. But, um, you got it in the worst time, like just like a couple months shy of like when people started paying for ticks. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, so because I started seeing people on my thing where I was like, hang on, wait, you fucking work at Woolworths. Yeah. You <laughs> or you're a fucking dentist. I'm going to start doing yeah. it. And then now I know I was like, yeah. Emily, we should just pay for a blue tick, babe. Well, the process is actually weird. So I had someone, I had. When I was at Collingwood, they were talking about we're going to get all the draftees blue ticks because the reason they do it is uh, you're a representative of you're an employee of the club, yeah, a representative. So let's just say I've got 500 followers, right? How hard is it for someone to make a fake account, give it a 1500, triple my followers, yeah, oh, yeah. and then stop everyone starts following, thinking, oh, that's him, it's got that's the most. That's true. And then I say, I hate this club, Collingwood's fucking shit, <gasps> blah blah blah, oh. and then you start defaming the club, but it's just a fake account. So it's yeah, within the, it's within the team's best interest to blue tick as many boys as they can yeah. to prevent that. Um, that so makes smart. so much sense. I didn't think about I didn't that. Think about but that the at process all. for mine was I always thought it was this complex process. And someone's like one of the one of my other punters is I'm like how, I was like how did I saw him get a blue tick. I said how the fuck did you get a blue tick? And he's like oh you just do this. So all I had to do was you go on Instagram, you there's a section for it. You apply for it. You just you just link articles of yourself and you have a few and you and yeah and I, i'm fortunate that i have a few like i had a couple big articles when i was in the afl and you send it across and instagram basically verifies or decides whether they're big enough and you're relevant enough to give you a blue tick oh my god now you can get on raya too yeah true what's that it's like the dating app in the u.s but you yeah. only can do it if you're verified mm-hmm. interesting yeah and you can match with like but no no, no it's like a j-lo who yeah. knows yeah oh, okay. it's a, yeah. like a popular one yeah, well, that Vanessa that w- Hudgens is dating that baseball player, Colt- and they Col- Colton, whatever, and he uh, they met on Raya. Okay, what? Well, so it's a it's like a, it's a celebrity. It's like an exclusive yeah. dating. It's a celebrity app. Tinder, I applied for it. Yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting. But yeah, that whole I didn't get it, Raya. Hit me up, babe. I think I think that whole blue tick culture is fucking bullshit. Oh, it's anyway. great. Yeah. I did it. I did it more for like you in America. You can make money off your name, image, and likeness. It's called nil. So. Mm-hmm you can have companies reach out to you like girls would do it over here like if you have a certain enough if you have a big enough oh, following you know people yeah send oh here come into i don't know come into la Porqueta and yeah. do this and post it so people go and get free food so over there we can't earn money i don't get paid i get, a, not get paid for i get i get given money to survive and pay for my rent and pay for you know food it's called a stipend right. um and cost of allowance and all that stuff but there's no salary because it's amateur it's not professional so they've started this new thing called nil which is name image and likeness and boys can make money off their image and Mm -hmm. name so you know my my kicker who i'm good friends with colton he's one of the best at it so he has his own t-shirts his own socks he he started almost like a cult following and he he makes money that um you keep posting he's definitely a hottie yeah Yeah, he's a good looking rooster so you can you can make money so i think blue ticks in college like that is good because you can make money off yourself and that's kind of why i did it is it helps me with a bit of um, publicity and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But 
doesn't really work for anything else. Yeah. It's overrated, mm, stupid. Yeah, unless you unless you're a big name, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Honestly. Especially now you can buy it, it probably devalues it a little bit. Totally. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No one gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. I yeah. I'm um well, I was going to say how I beef with No, that. we're not getting into this. <laughs> but then that's an article. And we could get the blue tick? No, but they blurred us out. Yeah, they blurred us out. Oh, okay. Jules um, got into beef with an influencer and then articles published it, the screenshots, but they really? blurred out but our name. But then they blurred out our name. Oh, yeah, but oh, that's, that's not fair. I, that's why I, we meant to get it. I created content for you guys and you blurred us out. They that's do that. So you've got three more years left yeah. at this level, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So you get four years of university. Um, I've got still got four years. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll probably use up as much as I can. And yeah. I've, I've had a few people suggest maybe that i should look at the next level and i should it's realistic that i could you know it's still unlikely like like i said statistically to make it to the pros it's it's low yeah. so um keep breaking know, records yeah oh that'll always help but so yeah i've had a few people say have you ever thought about it so i've kind of changed my focus a little bit now to all right well it's a you possibility should. yeah um let's see you at the super bowl yeah oh wouldn't that be nice <laughs> make a bit of money like, our make, podcast might blow up make um. a bit of make a bit of make a bit of money buy a house come back to australia and start working my normal job so oh yeah. you kitty yeah Yep. That would be fun. Well, we should wrap you up because you've got dinner plans. Yes. Yep. I got uh, got reservations. I, d- I didn't realize I had so many friends until I came home. And oh, really? Everyone's like, I want to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every think... man and his dog wants to hang out. And then and then trying to bloody fit everything in in four days. So I know you yeah. said us it. Yeah. No, I said I he said loves us, in. guys. Yeah. When you first said you were doing it, I said, Oh, come on, I have a chat. I know. So, yeah, I'm not always sh- I'm not a shy person to chat. You to, really so. tamed yourself. You didn't yeah. say one bad thing. Oh. They don't swear in America, so I've been practicing. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't swear. So. Yeah. Aussies are really bad for it. I know, it. we are. Yeah, bad yeah we're shocking. It. But you know what? Fuck it, it's culture. Stick yeah. it up. If you don't like it, stick it up your ass. Yeah. Bye! Yeah. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Say bye, bitch. What? Oh, bye. Well, you want to wrap up? Is there a last thing you want to say? Um, Final words before we cut you off. Give me an example. What is people, other people uh, well, I, don't know. I think this was a quite an inspirational talk. You got kicked out of your dream that you've been thinking about, like AFL as a kid. Yep. Mm. And then now you've made it into bigger things. And you're killing it. Yeah. Mm, appreciate it. Good yeah. work. Yeah. Hopefully uh, next time I come on, I'm, I'm at the next level. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. You best yeah. believe you best better come yeah. back on. Follow up. Round two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be good. It'd be good. Love Aww. it. Thank you for coming uh, on. We appreciate a, it. Not a problem. Um, I'll, I'll definitely come on again. Only if we get a blue tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Beautiful. Bye. Bye. See you later.